Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, this is Chelsea Dupre, host of CJ and Sal. Thanks for listening to the following podcast on Public House Media. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Josh Powers. And I am John Moore. And we're the hosts of The Cheap Seats, brought to you by Public House Media each and every Tuesday. We're here to talk sports. And anything else you can think of that has to do with sports. Bottom line is, we're your conduit. We are fans just like you. We're talking about the stuff that we know that you're talking about around the water cooler. Once you've finished listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media, we hope you'll come and check out our show, The Cheap Seats, every Tuesday on all of your favorite podcast platforms. You'll find us way up here in The Cheap Seats. It's my culture Friday on Public House Media, and we are going to go over some scandalous, scandalous things going on in the Hollyweird, um, which is basically, you know, the epicenter of uh, the epicenter of scandalous things, like our gross domestic product around here in this ratchet town. Um, I'm going to take a minute to share the show. Hello, David Bobke. Thank you for waiting for me. You're the best. Facebook required that I reinstall Chrome and it took me forever and a day because it said that I couldn't use any other uh, browser to use to go live, which is crazy. <laughs> Sound is good and I've got my popcorn. Man, give me some. David Bob, can you just move in with me? Can you just move in with me and do our do? do the things for the show and make us snacks. Is that something that you could, could you do that please? That'd be so wonderful. Oh my God. <laughs> when I page you manage. Oh, that's right. It won't let me share it from here anymore. I have to share it from my phone. All right, let me share this from my phone real fast. I feel like hot garbage. Like that just like, fell out of the can and the, and the, and the guys drove away. That's what I feel like right now. Um, in case you were wondering, <laughs> in case you were wondering, I feel worse now than when I lost my voice. Cause I didn't actually feel bad then. I just didn't have a voice, which is problematic when you have a live show slash podcast, you know? Kind of, you got to be able, or, or I don't know, you're producing and directing a multicam show and you have tons of people you got to yell at. Problem. Absolute problem. Animals, this is not the time. So many nuggets. So, so, so many nuggets. Let me see if I can get this to share. If not, we will abandon sharing efforts. So, 
a ton of things happened over the last week. Um, Harvey Weinstein's lawyer put out this statement saying that his life has been ruined by these Me Too allegations and how the trial is crippling him and this, that, and thing, to which we collectively said, yeah, no one cares. So in the spirit of no one caring about Harvey Weinstein's feelings, um, we're also not going to care about them on the show because why, 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 why would we even, you know what, I should get another no filter friday uh mug because i have my brass knuckles one and we should just put harvey weinstein's tears on it and that that will be the no filter friday mug (laughs) because honestly who cares no one cares that poor harvey weinstein's life has been quote unquote ruined because he chose to force himself on the overwhelming majority of Hollywood. And you know, honestly, too, he should thank his lucky stars that old Bob hasn't been uh, implicating, implicated in this, uh, in this situation, too, that Bob is still walking free among us. Although he's probably, um, you know, sequestered away in one of his houses or something. I don't think he's walking about town. I certainly haven't heard anybody. Uh, Everybody that's seen it, but tomorrow, I've mentioned this before, tomorrow is my producer conference. What I go to two producer conferences every year. Two of them um, that I love and adore, and they're so much fun and they're amazing. And a guy that's always there is got his start as being Bob Weinstein's assistant. And uh as soon as the news about Harvey broke, because it was like around this time of year. Uh, those conferences happen at like the same time every year. Um, as soon as this story broke, but it was before I started doing the show because we had like a maybe like a three week lag. Um, it was you know of course it was the talk of this producer conference and watching Bob Weinstein's old assistant like retreat into the into the verbal bushes like the Homer Simpson gif. Um, is a fun and b uh i mean it's fun it's fun to watch clearly it's not fun for this dude but um we'll see we'll see what he has to say tomorrow about harvey's life being quote unquote ruined we'll see we will see so maybe i'll give an update an update on that on my page maybe tomorrow or sunday after i've you know put my thoughts together but what we really need to talk about is um if you just came into the show can you like send like a comment or something so i know who you are because i can see you i can see the little eyeball count up here but i can't i can't tell i can't tell who anybody is except for david bodke um who i love and adore but he shouldn't be alone <laughs> so besides that um you know drop a comment that's why i do the show live otherwise i could just you know make a video of the show and then post it at my leisure and not get out of bed and not put on this robe and not have to crack open. Well, I would have cracked open the book for it regardless, but you get the idea. You understand. So <clears throat> the super huge news of the week is that Ed Buck finally got arrested and he is going before the judge in his little suicide prevention outfit. Hyper stylist, but we'll get back to him momentarily because that's, um 
not 100% on brand for the show, but we got to talk about it anyway because it all connects. But what we have to, have to, have to, have to talk about is Kevin Spacey's accuser is magically dead. Middle-aged man, magically dead in, at the height of Kevin Spacey's trial. <laughs> Roger, you funny. <laughs> Roger says, isn't a stein a mug with a lid, so a wine stein? Yes, yes. And you really, you really, everybody that knows me knows that I love a play on words. And you, you're right, Roger. You're right, is a wine stein for tears. For Harvey's tears. That's exactly what it's for. Oh, now I gotta make one. I'm gonna have to commission a piece on Etsy because I don't know that I can make a stein, but I can try. <laughs> I can give it, I can give it a go. Um, or maybe it's like just like a removable leg. We're, we're gonna work on this, Roger. We're a hundred thousand percent gonna work on this. You've just made my day. Um, and it's Friday, maybe even my week. We'll see. Uh so at the height of Kevin Spacey's um like sexual misconduct, sexual assault trial, one of his accusers. I thought of it immediately, didn't want to interrupt you. Oh, you were so sweet. Is magically dead. So apparently, up in the up in the boo, up in the up in the Malibu Tay, there is a very nice massage place. Obviously, it's Malibu. Um and Kevin Spacey would go in there, and this one particular male massage therapist, who I guess everybody really liked, he, at first, he grabbed him by his junk, and then apparently he tried to kiss him, and this guy's like, no, 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 and then two or three times during the massage, Kevin Spacey, I guess, took this guy's hand and, like, put it over Kevin Spacey's junk, um, and then the guy, like, ran out, was like, I can't with you. Um, and I guess it's like well-documented behavior that Kevin Spacey would do this at this at this massage place or like other massage places. Um, that he, you know, would just assume that people were down to get grabbed and jerk him off and all of this other craziness. Um, and I guess it's like, a, you know, like a, one of these like heterosexual tropes of like, oh, that's what, you know, that's what guys go to massages for. But that's not really the case. And you should not assume that somebody's okay for you to just, just, just flibble jibbles. That's not okay. No random flibbling of jibbles. It's not, that's not all right. So apparently Kevin Spacey is still, like the trial is still going on. It's going to keep going on because he's only one of the accusers but the lawyers for them are being oh hello alexa thanks for coming in are being hyper lackadaisical on spreading the word you know publicly or for the court they said that they were going to um update the court in the future at some point they're like um i'm sorry expediency any sense of urgency whatsoever to give the details on the plaintiff's death during the trial that his 
this is crazy. Like, oh yeah, we'll send over the details at some point in the future. The future is now. Send the details now. This is crazy. Absolutely crazy. And you know, with with the Jeff Epstein death, like I guess, you know, we all saw that death. We all saw that coming. And when I did that show, because it was nuts, we talked about how, you know, it's not the 90s anymore. And it's not like people are collectively being like, no, I'm not just going to be force fed this absolute, these lies, these bold faced lies. And everybody could agree that there's no way on earth that Jeff Epstein magically killed himself this time around. Mm-mm. Nobody, nobody has time for this nonsense. So, are we supposed to believe that this middle-aged massage man who lives in Malibu just magically died of natural causes? That he just pulled a Nate dog and his family found him in his 40s? face down in his own bedroom like I said and the thing is too is like that that's that's what happened to a dog um that's not what happened to this guy and furthermore they haven't released any details on what happened to this guy so where's that investigation or does no one care because house of cards is like so good I don't care about house of cards I never have and I'm not gonna start like it's not that serious everybody I know we have things like Comic-Con and like everybody's like, oh my God, but this movie or this TV show, it's not that serious. And nobody should be like labor-wise, none of us should be like breaking necks over it. And nobody should be, you know, willing to overlook whatever, like real actual problems over playing pretend. And I like, I love the, I love this business. Like I've dedicated my whole life to it. I mean, every single life choice that I make from the time that I get up, from the time that I go to bed, and even when I'm sleeping has to do with this industry. Ask my friend. I just, this is, this is how, this is my brain's dedication to this business. So my friend works for this company in Detroit and they're like, you know, revamping their, um, their marketing. and. We were talking about while I was in Detroit at the Chitang Festival this weekend. And I got up in the middle of the night at 4 a.m. to pee. And I was like, you know what? Because I've been working on like a commercial, like in my mind for them for a hot second. When I went to, when I was in Detroit, I like saw their stuff and things like that. I was like, oh, we could do this and we could do that. We could do this. We could do that. And in my sleep, in my mind, I worked out like a billboard strategy for them that would be like effective. And I sent, I DM'd it to her on Instagram at four in the morning, my time. She was awake, luckily, to receive this lunacy. But even when I'm sleeping, these are the things that my brain is like chewing on. Is, oh, oh, we could shoot it like this. And there could be smoke. And this could be this. And it would look like this, but not as crisp and filmy. It'd be like, you know, I'm not as crisp and digital, be more filmy. Those are the things that I li- quite literally eat, sleep, and breathe for. And I can still say with impunity that none of it is, is worth all of this. Somebody dying because they accuse Kevin Spacey of doing what he did. And we've all known as a town of what he's been doing. 
touching on little boys, having them ordered to parties, and having this overwhelming sense of entitlement that he's some sort of a, a god because he plays pretend on a Netflix show. Whoop-de-doo. Like, it's cool or whatever, but it's not that cool. It's not kill somebody that's accusing you of being a, a sexual assaulter cool. It's just not. It's absolutely just not. And, like, it's not worth even having to think about Harvey Weinstein's trash dick. No, thank you. No, thank you. Which is how he ended up with this Brutus and Caesar situation. Everybody hated him and Bob for that matter. Bob's always left out of the conversation. Really, he shouldn't be. Um, they were gigantic dicks to everybody. Like, they made it a point to be this yelling, screaming, sweating, red face monster. And over what? Over what? Some movies. Big deal. Ugh. And, you know, this whole town acts like we're out here, like, oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. It's like working on a chain gang. We work so hard. We're out here busting up rocks. Stop. We eat all day. <laughs> all day and all night. And, it, you know, it's not without its, you know, it's labor, for sure. Like, I'm not discounting that, but, like, there are worse jobs to have. It's okay. You know, we're not out here. And occasionally do kill people. Remember the Slates for Sarah scandal? There's been several people that have died on sets for literally no reason. It's so not worth it. It's so, so, so not worth it. You know, there's, like, we'll all live, like, to see another day without, you know, this movie or this TV show or this video game or whatever. Like, it's okay. It's fine. We don't need to be doing all this. So with that being said, we'll keep an eye on this Kevin Spacey thing, but his trial is still going. Still going. He's still going to be held accountable for these things, regardless as if these, you know, even if they kill off his, his plaintiffs one by one, the trial's still going to do. And I don't want to put that kind of juju on them because more of them probably will die because that's what happens. And they're being so brazen about it. What's my point with the Epstein thing? They're so brazen about it. And they're like, and it's just a warning, just like his little let me be frank video with his little, his little royal family cup and his little ring on and his apron and all this, like so massively entitled gigantic ego if i'm going down the rest of you are going down with me like okay fine then take everybody else with you no one cares there's plenty of other people to do these jobs that can manage to not sexually assault or rape people adults or children for that matter like it's it's really not that difficult to not rape anybody i don't know why it's such a such a sticking point in this town i like i feel like every other day you know because it is the pedo apocalypse like they're all going down so, of course, every other day I'm posting something about it. But the overwhelming question about all of these things is like, oh, my God, why are all these people raping children? Like, what is the appeal? What is wrong with you? And the long story short there is that we're long overdue for this, you know, purge of these sick deviants. But...
it's a weird, it's a, it's a strange fetish and it has to do with like people's un- inability to give consent um, and that they're getting off on the power because rape is very little, has l- very little to do with sex and it has mostly to do with power. Um, a conversation that I had um, in the production office the other day was, especially when this Weinstein story like broke to the public, although it's, it's, it's common knowledge, the man was convicted of it in 2005. Um, but like the resurfacing of the story, I suppose, like, oh, well, these girls are 16 or, oh, well, you were 17. And I told you with, you know, as soon as we talked about this is that it, that was just the drip feed that those girls and little boys are going to get younger and younger and younger and younger and younger in the media um, as this drags out. And it's like, well, you know, and the big thing was like, well, if they're 16 or well, if they're 17 or, you know, what if they're 17 and their birthday's in two weeks and blah, 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 blah. It's not about that. It's about their inability to give consent. That's what these people get off on and a few other things, but that's like the main, like in a broad, generally speaking, that's what these people give out on is there, they have these minors, these children in a compromised position and that they don't have the ability to give them consent. They do not have the capacity to be a willing participant in these things. And that's what they get off on because there's no other reason to seek out. It's, it's about the power. You don't really have that much power over an autonomous adult. But you can do these sick, warp twisted things to people who cannot give consent. Which brings me to the Ed Buck situation. This week, the third black man was found dead in Ed Buck's house in West Hollywood. Right over here. Right through that window. Um... Which means there's been, and he got arrested, finally. But there has been two others found dead in his house over the years. In addition to other dead black men found near him that weren't necessarily at his house. So, because it's the pedo apocalypse and we're, um, we're taking down, you know, we're having a major purge of sexual deviance. Thank God. Praise Jesus. Um, the media keeps saying, like, he's been charged with, um, administering drugs and running a drug house and something like involuntary manslaughter or something like that. But that's kind of neither here nor there, what he's actually being charged with. What is going on with his hair? That is enough of that. Give you a fresh blowout yesterday and this is how you treat me? Ridiculous. Um, but that's not what it's about. The media keeps saying that he was running... A drug house, which isn't unnecessarily true because these black men that he that are found dead in his home over and over and over um, are all addicted to something. But as my friend Ralph from the Scorpions will tell you, that it is more more likely than not not just a drug den he's probably having snuff parties and they're probably killing these dudes um, and other people. These are just the bodies that we found. Who's to say that there's not more? Because I would bet you money that there is. Uh, and if you don't know what a snuff party is, it's where a bunch of elitist people get together and they kill somebody and that's the entertainment for their party. Instead of booking a band or a magician, 
would get together and they kill somebody. And it's usually um, somebody who is somebody who won't be missed. Um, a crackhead off the street seems to be Ed, Ed Buck's um, favorite kind. Or um, some a uh, lady who's a sex slave or children that have been siphoned out of the foster care system or they've been siphoned away from a place like Haiti that has been through a natural disaster or an economic disaster like a kid that you know doesn't have doesn't have parents or doesn't have anybody that's gonna you know keep track of their well-being so this Ed Buck thing we're gonna get more information on it we're gonna see uh we're going to see where his little trial goes and if he ends up, if anything ends up sticking. And I'm sure it will because we're living in an era where um, all of these arrests and trials are taking place. But I would love to know where Black Lives Matter are on Ed Buck. Love to know. Considering all these black men seem to be dropping like flies in his home or around him as a human being. But we don't hear about that. We only hear about other things. But somehow Ed Buck and his little bow ties have managed to stay out of the fold somehow. Weird, right? So strange when you keep company like Ed Buck does or like Harvey Weinstein does or like Kevin Spacey does or any of these other yahoos. Um... But somehow magically, does nobody, nobody, like nobody even raises an eyebrow, let alone is like, hey, that's kind of messed up that you constantly have people dying at your house. It's not even that great of a house. You know what? I should drive by this week and we'll take some pictures. We'll do some snooping because pff, why not at this point? Why not? So anyway, that's the current death toll for the hashtag me too movement that we know about that the mainstream media is like actually reporting on because it's another hard a hard another hard thing that i have with this show is that like if i re if i talk about something that's common knowledge around town everyone's like it's a conspiracy theory it's like no it's not a conspiracy theory everybody knows this but they just all live in this you know raggedy cesspool of filth um so I have to kind of wait till things come out in the media before we really start talking about it. Because for whatever reason, uh, enough of our population has drank in the Kool-Aid that, you know, the mainstream media is actually, like, useful or telling the truth or any of that nonsense. So as you can tell, I'm in a nasty mood tonight. <laughs> um, and I will see you all next week for another another gross icky rundown of the me too situation and this disgusting filthy town so share the show because we all need to talk about these things unfortunately um the the guys that have died um at the hands of ed buck need someone to tell their story um, because they deserve it as human beings, whether they're addicted or not, whether they 
he procured addicted homeless guys off the street or not. That's kind of irrelevant um, because they are still people. And the people that are in these court cases and accusing these people, these powerful elite people who are brandishing murder in their faces and in all of our faces, um, the more we talk about it, the safer we make those people. Because at some point, the tides will turn and things will flip and this whole murdering people thing won't be effective anymore if we keep talking about it. So share the show, or even if you don't share the show, just talk about it with people that are around you and make sure your voice is heard so your Alexa and your Siri or your Cortana or whoever else is listening to you in your house um, will know that you don't believe the lies that are coming out of the mainstream media because we've all had enough collectively. Like, this is ridiculous. We're supposed to believe that a middle-aged masseuse that happens to be an accuser of, like, legally, like, is a legal plaintiff against Kevin Spacey um, magically died of natural causes when we know that these people murder people that come out, that come out against them. We know this. This is not... This is not rocket science. It's not that hard to see. So I will see you all next week for another No Filter Friday, where hopefully I will have more LaCroix and a Weinstein, thanks to Roger. I don't know if I can get one of those in a week. Maybe. That's going to be like a bit of a project. And check out other shows on Public House Media that are not nearly as dark and twisted as this one, like Morning Motivation and Choose to Rise and all of those other fun shows on Public House Media. And I will see you all next week. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye.